Good evening, and welcome to another insightful installment of the Blue HQ Media. I'm joined, as always, by Dalton and Chris, and a bit of a mess in Indy, hoping that it gets cleaned up soon. I'm hoping that we can make some changes and get back on the right track. Dalton, what do you think? Yeah, man, what the hell is going on in Indy? You know, you hear uh, you hear reports that Gregano is safe, you know, and then you hear reports a day later that they're fired and then they're back. I mean, does Ursa even know what he's doing at this point? You know, it seems like depending on who you talk to, everybody has sources saying one thing or another. You know, I just – it's a circus down there, you know. Greg Doyle put it best that the uh, the Ringling brothers were shutting down, but the, uh, the Colts seem to be picking up where they left off. Well, I think that's bad for the organization, too. I mean, um, it's one thing to say, okay, Grigson and Bagano are safe. They're they're here. You're going to have to live with it. Okay, great. Colts fans go forward a little disappointed, but that's fine. But to keep us out on the limb like this and playing games with the whole John Gruden thing and then saying things behind Pagano's back, now what's Pagano thinking? Is he happy? Is he Is he just... Is he pissed about trying to get replaced? I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on right now in Colts. World. Well, guys, look at it this way. You know, say you go to work and, uh, you know, the boss says, hey, you know, Chris, Aaron, you guys are doing a great job. You know, we we want to have you here. You're the best for the job. You know, and then you, uh, you go home and you see on Facebook that, you know, uh, Jeff Tibbins is out here supposedly coming in to interview for the job, you know, and everybody wants him and he's the, the golden boy. So you, where, where does that leave you? Do you go into work? You know, how do you do your job knowing that what you see is not what you're getting? They're trying to replace you behind your back. And it just, it doesn't make sense for Ursa to even try to go forward. I mean, you know, what is he going to do at this point? Does he come back? Does he pretend that none of this ever happened? None of it was true. It's just, it's a mess. And like you said, Chris, it's not good for the organization. It appears at this point that Grixon is safe. Um, most people seem to think that Pagano is safe. If you look at uh, JMV, you know, the Kravitz, the Doyles, the Holders, the only person that seems to think that, uh, that Pagano is for sure 100% gone is uh, the Twitter account that Let's Knock Them Down guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem to have you know, all kinds of inside knowledge claiming that, uh, that tomorrow morning there's going to be, you know, Tuesday there's going to be this huge announcement that, uh, that Pagano was fired saying that they were working on a buyout for Pagano today. Um, and that there was huge news coming that were, was going to make Colts fans happy separate of that. And, you know, I don't, I don't know who this source is that's telling these people this. Um, I mean, at this point I wouldn't be surprised if it was Jim Irsay's, you know, fake Twitter, so who knows? I mean, you know, who knows where this is going to end up? And hopefully tomorrow or Wednesday we'll have some uh, some light shed on this situation. I think whether or not people come out and say it, and in this particular case I don't think they are, um, if Gregson and Pagano stick around and they do go into the next season as having their current roles, there's going to be a, just a rift um, between front office coaching and players and it's it's gonna it's gonna take its toll in the locker room um you know chuck pagano seems to be a player favorite you know the guys like him 
Um, some of them think they're not coached hard enough, which is fair. Um, but, you know, if I'm Coach Pagano and I see that they're trying to pursue Gruden, I think you're naive to think that after two mediocre seasons with a roster that's void of some talent on defense, but with an offense that was hanging points on the, you know, some pretty top 10 defenses, you know, I think, I think you're naive to assume that you're not at least in the position to be fired or to have your owner looking for another coach. So I think what was a little bit unfair is for Ursay to handle it the way he did. Um, you know, he came out and said that they weren't anticipating any changes. He said he was unhappy, but at that moment, he wasn't anticipating making any changes. And you see these reports that, you know, they're safe. They will be retained as head coach. You never see Ursay say anything. And then you see all this come out, and it's like all this dirty laundry now where Ursay pursued Gruden unsuccessfully. You know, Ursay is still pursuing Peyton Manning in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, I think either way you look at this, I think if Grigson and Pagano stay, there's going to be a disconnect between fans, players, and and coaching. You know, I don't think people can get behind what Grigson and Pagano are putting out anymore. You know, Dalton, you wrote your article on his worst moves, and he blew an entire draft. It wasn't a couple of picks. It wasn't, you know, a seventh-round pick. The man blew an entire draft. I mean, completely. And some of the players. some of the people that he missed on, in yeah, that draft, you know, absolutely. a lot of people come out and they say, okay, the 2013 draft, you know, it wasn't a great draft overall. And, you know, give credit where credit's due. It wasn't outstanding. It wasn't, you know, full of superstars by any means. But some of the guys he picked, you know, just three or four picks ahead of what turned out to be pro bowlers and, you know, very high-impact players, that's not a good look. And to tie that back in – Say that Ursay does come out, you know, tomorrow. Say these guys are right and Ursay comes out and fires Pagano. Who do you get to come in and replace him? Because what what coach is going to leave whatever job they're in now or pass up other jobs and come to Indianapolis and say, okay, you know, here I am, whether I'm a new coach or whether I'm established, it doesn't matter. I'm going to come to Indianapolis and try to turn this team around. But at the end of the day, the guy who was responsible for putting the talent on the team the first five years is still here and is mm -hmm. still responsible for giving me my talent. And you know, as that coach, if things don't succeed and that go the way that you want them to, it's already proven that Ursay is not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. He's going to give Grigson the benefit of the doubt. You know, we have an article that's going to be up, on, uh, on Tuesday, right around probably noon, um, detailing some of the stuff that's happened uh, behind the scenes between, you know, Ursay and Gruden, Grigson, Manning. Uh, so just be looking forward to that. I will say um, if Grigson doesn't pick Andrew Luck in the 2012 draft, we're not having this discussion. Um I feel like Grigson has really been riding the coattails of, of Andrew Luck's accomplishments. And every time Andrew Luck does something great or finishes as a top five quarterback, people look and I feel like they reference that draft and they reference, you know, Andrew Luck, you've got T.Y. Hilton, Dwayne Allen, Kobe Fleener, um, all these players that he picked up in that draft. Andrew Luck obviously being a given, but 
I feel like if if luck isn't the choice in that draft or luck doesn't succeed, this discussion doesn't happen. I feel like it's it's unfair because now you know Dalton, like you said, I I, I don't think Indianapolis, even though we have luck, is a destination that anyone is going to choose as as their first choice because not only are Ursay and Grigson, you know, at this point, they might as well be tied at the hip. Um, Ursay is not going to give a coach that, you know, these, these abilities to build his own roster or build his own, you know, coaching staff. And so if a coach doesn't have the control, you know, there's really, you know, there's not much, you know, upside to it. You know, I don't think anyone is going to come in and get along with Grigson. Because in my personal opinion, I don't think Grigson is able to admit his mistakes. Um, whether it be his ego or whatever it is, that's another discussion. But, you know, if I'm a coach and I see an opening in Indianapolis, you know, it's a problem that the Jacksonville team that we just saw finish dead last is the more sought after job right now with the quarterback situation they have. And, you know, they've got talent, but it didn't translate. Like I can understand why someone might want to coach there, but we've got what could possibly be argued as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, a league league leading receiver and T Y Hilton. You know, there's a lot of promise here. There's a lot of defensive promise and offensive promise. And I feel like it's so sad because in recent years, I feel like this would have been a different discussion. Coaches want to come here. They want to play with luck. They want to play with this roster. And, you know, like I said, if if we keep if we keep Pagano, um, there's going to be a rift. There's not going to be, you know, it's not going to gel. I think things are going to be really awkward in the locker room. Um, and even if he leaves, you know, I don't know who who's going to come here. I think that Indianapolis can about cross all of its big-name candidates off the board, you know, it's either this or you have some offensive or defensive coordinator from from college that Ursay decides to call up or someone in the NFL who may have not had, you know, who may have similar success to Pagano. But if he cuts Pagano, I feel like at this point it's just to appease fans. Um, because why else would you buy out that massive contract? Pagano can be mad all he wants, but nobody's going to walk away from that deal. You know, it's like you've got the money. You're not going to walk away from it. So I think at this point it's going to take Ursay buying out his deal and making sure he has that money for for Pagano to be out of the building. Well, and to touch on you, you know, you had mentioned appeasing the fans. At some point, Ursay has to realize that if this clown show keeps up the way it has, you know, really this year, but going back to 2015, you know, we've given them a little bit of a pass on that with the injuries and the situations, you know, whatever they were at the time. But in 2015, TV ratings for the Colts were down, you know, and that's that's understandable. But then again, in 2016, they were down almost another 30%. So going into 2017, if you're Ursa and the Colts, can you afford to, you know, let these ratings continue to drop? And I don't. I think the answer is no. You know, at the end of the day, if the seats aren't being filled, they're not making the money they want to make, regardless of – who's coaching or who's making decisions. So you need to do something to turn this team around because if you're not winning, you're not making money. And that's, I mean, that's what ultimately the upper brass cares about. You can say what you want, but it's a money driven league. It's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. So um, here are my views on this on the original black Monday, right after the season ended, Colin Cowherd said, 
if uh, Chuck Pagano is out the door, the Indianapolis Colts coaching job is the most coveted in the league. And I absolutely agree with him. And now I'm thinking, to Aaron's point, now that a couple weeks have passed, we've seen Ursay do a lot of weird stuff with trying to trying to court the big names, Gruden and Manning. If I'm a coach, I'm looking at Indy and thinking, wow, this guy's my boss. Like, I, I have to be under um, under Ursay, who has had a history of um, of mental instability and is showing a little bit of waffling back and forth right now. If I'm a coach, I'm thinking this is not the place I want to go. And tying that back to your point, Dalton, about, uh, about you know, ejecting the energy into the organization, that new sort of... Um, that oomph to to get people back in the seats and uh, and and get get people back in Lucas Oil and get those ratings back up. I think that takes a, a head coaching hire that is exciting that gives fans hope. Um, and I just don't know if that's going to happen right now. With uh, after all the prime candidates are gone, the only one that I can see still on the market is uh, is Kyle Shanahan with Atlanta, but it looks like San Francisco is trying to tie him up now. Um, I just don't know if there's any candidates out there right now um, that Ursa is going to be able to find. Um, I have a, a bad suspicion that we're just going to keep Gregson and hope for another 8-8 eight and eight season. Well, well the, go ahead, Aaron. Well, I was just going to you know, add to that. I think you know, at this point, we've noticed that Ursa obviously does have a personal relationship with Gregson. It goes beyond um, what goes on in the office, but I feel like it's a very easy solution. And to say that at this point um, may seem far-fetched, but if you get rid of Grigson and, you know, you just you tell Peyton, listen here, man, like you have what you want. You know, I've been in the league a long time. I've owned a team a long time. I've got money. Money's not a problem. Like come in here because I think – what Ursay maybe hasn't forgotten, but kind of lets go um, unappreciated sometimes, is that Peyton Manning is the reason that Indianapolis is on the map. Mm-hmm. If Peyton Manning doesn't come to Indianapolis, if the Colts decide, you know, 21 years ago or however long it was to draft Ryan Leaf instead, Indianapolis is on a completely different train ride right now. Mm-hmm. So I think he needs to give Peyton Manning, I feel like that's the light, that's the silver lining right now, is giving Peyton Manning the opportunity to come in. You know, if I'm if I'm Ursay, and I can't really speak with 100% accuracy because obviously I am not. I'm telling Grigson like, hey man, you know, you need to admit your mistakes or you're gone. Like we got to give these people what they want. We're you know a team like Dalton said we've got ratings that are plummeting. We're not filling seats. Season tickets are at you know the lowest they've been in I don't know how long. The only thing that's going to save this is to give the people what they want. What the people want is Peyton Manning. I mean, the people want a new coach, but I don't think anybody wants anything more right now than to see Peyton Manning back with the organization in some capacity. And I feel like once you get Peyton Manning in the building, it doesn't matter if Grigson's still here in some capacity or whatever, that job becomes coveted again because people want to work with Peyton Manning. It doesn't matter if Grigson's there. You know, I'm, I'm sure people would prefer he's not. But when you've got a guy like Peyton Manning who knows the game probably better than Grigson does, um, all of a sudden there's opportunity. Yep. Guys, real quick, just to finish up here. You know, Aaron, I, I completely agree with you. I think the only way 
that Ursay comes out of this not looking like a mess is just to give the reins to Peyton. I, I don't know if that'll happen. It's highly unlikely at this point. But, you know, just for a second, let's let's backtrack here and say that these uh, these guys on Twitter that said there was a big announcement coming this week, you know, let's mm-hmm. say that there is something to that. You know, who do they hire? What coach is going to come in here and, uh, you know, take over this team? Say that, right. uh, you know, say that Peyton does come in here. Who are they going to go after? The one guy that uh, that I would just throw out there, and I've been saying it since about week seven this year, Absolutely. would uh, would be Josh McDaniels. You know, you guys have heard me talk about it again and again and again. He was looked like a lot to be the 49ers coach, and then out of nowhere he suddenly, you know, he stepped back and said he wanted to focus on the playoffs. So if he's looking to be a head coach and something happens in Indy, don't be surprised if you hear his name come up. I think that's interesting because I know that he he cited a lot of things in um, saying that he wanted to focus on the playoffs, but he also said that he felt that it was best for his family to stay in New England. Um, you know, family is beyond football, so that makes me wonder whether uh, whether it's real. But you're right the the Colts' job is incredibly more. Uh, more sought after than the Niners as we see the interesting uh, interesting way the Niners organization is run right now. Uh, that that could drive a man to uh, pick football over family. Well, so we'll see. Um, I also would, would say, while we're talking about candidates, uh, keep an eye on Matt Patricia in New England as well. Um, he's, he's a great candidate. He's led a defense <clears throat> that has been great for years, and uh, from that Bill Belichick coaching tree, um, definitely a name to keep an eye on um, if they get knocked out of the playoffs or uh, after the Super Bowl is finished up. Patricia also has a – he's kind of a unique guy because, you know, he started as an offensive type coach. Mm-hmm. Now he's a defensive coordinator. So, you know, he has experience on both sides of the ball. So he is definitely an interesting candidate to watch. Yeah, I feel like, you know, whoever you bring in as far as that, you know, big news goes – you know, I if I'm Ursay and I am making a decision here, I think, you know, I think he has to speak. He hasn't spoken. People are wondering what's going through this guy's mind, um, whether he retains Pagano and Gregson, whatever. I move on as a Colts fan. If you're going to keep him, like you sign him to extensions, own it, and hold him accountable. You hope that next year is better. Um, you know, you go into this draft because, you know, it's not it, – Last year, the draft was the furthest thing from what, you know, 2013 was. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's promise. And I think if you are going to keep those guys, you hold them accountable. But if not, like, you need to be smart about this. I don't think you replace garbage with more garbage. I think, you know, you really sit down and you analyze your options. And if it is best to keep Pagano, then it's best to keep Pagano. Um, And that's, you know, that's just something that Colts fans are going to have to accept. All right, guys. Well, uh, good discussion here. We'll uh, we'll keep an eye on this moving forward, and we'll update all you guys. So stay tuned. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like our Facebook page, and uh, follow us on Twitter for the uh, the latest updates. Thank you, and for the Blue HQ, I'm Dalton, and have a great night.